welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life, and it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on Parallels of Neuroscience and Faith. Last time we were together, we talked about the treasures of your heart. The time before that, we talked about replacing old patterns. So this really has to do with digging deep into the soul of uh, who you are and how you got here. And what we're doing in this series is very unique. I've never done anything like this before, as I've mentioned in the first three episodes. And I'm hoping that you're going to glean some information out of this. I also mentioned in that last episode uh, the Stoics or Stoicism. Uh, these are old nuggets of wisdom from, you know, uh, people from the past. And, and, and uh, you know, they're some of the best of the best things that they've shared that have helped mankind as a whole. And there's books on it, and there's videos out on You can do a search on YouTube uh, about it. But what I'm digging into right now is um, elements of faith, whether they're from the Bible or other sources of faith. Similar to Stoicism, there are many nuggets of uh, interest that parallel neuroscience, interestingly, and uh, that's what we're covering in this series. So let me jump right back into where we left off. We were talking the last time about uh, Luke 6.45, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good and an evil man out of evil, out of the evil of his heart. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And then also Proverbs 23.7, for as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Well, now that's interesting because um, I see that to be incredibly true from a scientific perspective in that you have 40,000 specialized neurons in your heart and you have 100 billion neurons in your brain and neurons in other parts of the body too, but, but I'm primarily focusing on the brain and the heart in terms of how we wire in uh, all of our, our ability to think, uh, manage life, relationships, skill sets, talents, giftings. Um, how we've dealt with trauma in the past. It's all been wired in at 400 billion actions per second of neural activity when we think thoughts. We, uh, we create wiring between the neurons. So this is especially true with our inner dialogue, our inner life. So what we're talking about in this part of the series is that, you know, tending to weeds is going to generate a lot of very negative wiring. The ones we walked through in the last episode were rehearsing the problem over and over, being in unforgiveness, which causes an immense amount of strain on you personally, self-pity, entitlement, being a victim instead of a victor, which you can't be both, being offended at every little thing. That's a choice. You, you take offense. You don't have to. Um, and then comparing yourself to others, having no vision or no goal, so just kind of wandering aimlessly and hoping that, you know, someday someone's just going to hand you your destiny, right? That's a very miserable existence. Got to be very intentional or feeling stuck. Um, and I went through them pretty fast. But, I mean, there's a lot more I'd like to say on it, but I just wanted to make sure you understood where we were in this. Let's talk about seeds today. 
So in the same manner that we can wire in all this negativity that becomes these horrible voices in our heads that just get bigger and bigger and it seems like it squelches out everything good that we could possibly think about ourselves or about our future, let's try and sow some weed or seeds in and replace those seeds, which ultimately neuroplasticity operates like that. So um, neural pruning is when new thoughts come in to the degree that they replace old thoughts. So for me, uh, you know, that would be algebra. That ship sailed like 30 years ago. I couldn't do an algebra problem now if it meant to save my life. Or, for example, maybe children that had to grow up and realize that there wasn't a Santa Claus or there wasn't a tooth fairy. And so they had to replace those thoughts with, hey, i got to do my Christmas shopping. Uh, you know, and, and that's in my end of the world. You could probably use many other examples in your end of the world. But my point is this, that you're going to either use it or lose it. So that's true of all of your neural networks, all the things you've ever learned in life. And, and if you keep feeding it, if you keep thinking about it over and over and over again, be it good or bad, it's going to wire in and it's going to become a huge network in your brain that constantly comes up, which is how we develop great skills. I mean, uh, pianists and, and other uh, you know great musicians know this. They have to rehearse it again and again, and, and even, in their, even in their imagination to, to get it to wire in enough that they can just uh, fluently play without any kind of... Um, uh, glitches, right? So let's talk about the seeds. We can, first of all, start by anything in the past that has uh, plagued us. We've got to decide that every time it comes up again in our head, in our mind, in our thoughts, that we're going to get up, we're going to brush the dust off, just as if someone had pushed us down. We're going to get off the ground. We're going to brush the dust off from the fall, and we're going to say, oh, okay, I made a mistake. I'm going to go again. And you keep reframing and reframing and reframing until you get to a place where you have replaced the majority of those negative neural networks. Not that they'll ever come up, they, that they won't come up again because they might, right? You've got to take responsibility for your own actions, your own thoughts, your own inner dialogue to reverse this. And you have to stay diligent long term. You didn't get where you are right now overnight. You're not going to turn it around overnight, okay? Um, you've got to ignore the critics and the people that keep wanting to feed those ugly neural networks, right? You've got to decide to inspire yourself with the right material. So the right reading material, the right entertainment, uh, hopefully the right news channels, although I think they're getting slimmer and slimmer. There's not much news out there that you really want to be watching right now. Um, You want to make sure that you're not getting caught up in the gossip chain where all people ever do is complain and gripe and bicker. and um, You want to separate yourself from those people or those places or those things that keep the negative neural networks alive and thriving in your brain, okay? So it's, the idea is to rewire the brain, okay? That's this whole, uh, my podcast name is Reframe and Rewire, right? But we're talking about these specific scriptures that we'd mentioned out of the Bible um, about, you know, having a good treasure brings heart forth good fruit, uh, or, or rather, good heart brings forth good, and an evil heart brings forth evil, Uh, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So someone's always speaking toxic things. Chances are it's because they filled their heart with toxicity. Uh, Also having a vision and a focus. Deciding a direction you want to go in. And aligning your decisions with that direction. I tell this to companies all the time when I speak and I train leaders and 
and large organizations, whether it's virtual or in person, we talk about how important it is that that company and all the people on the team are taught to align every decision with the vision and the focus moving forward. That's the only way you're going to get there in unison at a faster pace. And it's the same with you. And then being accountable to somebody, uh, whether you're accountable to a, a, pen, a mentor or a peer or a parent or a sibling or a friend or a teacher or a coach, whatever it might be, try to find someone that will hold you in account. That's going to help you wire it in much faster and more effectively for the long haul. And keep in mind that it takes 21 to 30 days minimum of daily brain training. That's what we're talking about here is brain training, reversing what's been put in there. 21 to 30 days of constantly working on it to recreate the network. So in other words, to prune off the old and bring in the new. And you will start to notice over time that your heart will start to have good treasures in it and you'll start to bring forth better fruit. So I've covered that section pretty good. We're a little bit over on time. Let's go ahead and close out. We'll come back tomorrow and we'll have a bit more that's going to dovetail off of this. Or not tomorrow, rather, uh, in the next uh, episode. This is Michelle Steffes. Reframe and rewire. Thank you for joining. Come back again and please share this with others.